0: Hello and welcome to Studio RC. Um, This is your daily encouragement for your recovery as well as your faith. My name is Pastor Max and I'm an alcoholic and a believer and I'm sober today only by the grace of God and the fellowship of this program. Um, Today our topic is going to be the 11th step and we're specifically going to look at the 11th step prayer. Um, The 11th step prayer is a a classic prayer, also known as the Prayer of St. Francis. And um, it talks about, Lord, make me a channel. And we're, we're going to look at the actual prayer um, a little bit later. But I, I want to just set the scene, especially with some of um, our uh, our readings from the recovery literature. Um, it tells us in the Language of the Heart, which is uh, one of the books from AA, that... The other steps can keep most of us sober and somehow functioning, but step 11 can keep us growing. The 11th step is the one that keeps us growing. Um, A sober alcoholic or clean addict finds it much easier to be optimistic about life. When we're sober, it's easier to see the good things. We don't always, but it is easier. Optimism is the natural result of finding ourselves gradually able to make the best rather than the worst of each situation. Because when we have sober eyes, we're able to uh, see these things as they are and really be able to kind of make a difference. We can achieve a greater potential for ourselves by developing an ever-increasing willingness to avail ourselves of the guidance and direction of a higher power of God in our lives. The melding of my physical and spiritual sobriety produces the substance of a more positive light. Now, we want to be optimistic. We want to recognize things as being, the glass as being half full, not half empty. But it's not just some mental trick. Like, it's much deeper and richer than that. It's a a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual uh, approach. Um, The 11th step, the first half of the 11th step says, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him. Um, Prayer doesn't change God's attitude toward us. It changes our, our attitude toward God. When we're praying, we're praying to get connected to God, not for God to get connected to us. We're not saying, God... We need you to think like I'm thinking. We're, we're trying to say, God, I want to think like you. I want to see where you're at work, and I want to join you where you're at work. Not, God, this is where I'm at work, so I'm asking if you would come alongside of me. Bless what I'm doing. We'd rather have the approach of, God, where are you at work so that I can join you and that I can come alongside the thing that you're already doing, God. Um, to be centered, that that prayer and meditation is to be physically relaxed to be emotionally calm to be mentally focused and to be spiritually aware all things that i didn't have a shot of when i was using and when i was drinking when i wasn't uh, sober or clean there there was no way to be relaxed ever um passed out but passed out's not relaxed calm i was always hyper aware and ready to to be the opposite of calm and angry, mentally focused, spiritually aware. That's the picture of meditation. And that's why this comes a little further down the line. This is the 11th step for a reason. It's not the the first step. One way to keep this channel open, we talked about, um, the prayer talks about uh, make me a channel. But one of the ways to keep this channel that we're gonna be praying about open is through a grateful attitude. On the days when I'm grateful, Good things seem to happen, but the instant I start cursing things in my life or getting frustrated, that flow of good stops, and God didn't interrupt the flow, my negativity did. When I get negative, I can't, I interrupt that flow of God, I can't experience the things of God. second half of the 11 steps saying, praying only for knowledge of his will for us, and the power to carry that out. So it's sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, and then praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Um, I'm able to quickly let go of things that cause me immediate pain and discomfort. And before sobriety, that wasn't the case. But things that are painful, we don't want to continue. When I received help from God... Only then can I live a life of victory over drugs and alcohol and be comfortable in my sobriety. When when someone shares, I'm not going to drink or use today because I'm, I'm comfortable in my sobriety, not that I've let my guard down, not that that I'm being, you know, I'm not working my program or being part, but like there's a point where we're comfortable with sobriety and so comfortable being clean. because. God has removed that obsession to drink or to use. And so we can be comfortable because that temptation is not a constant temptation. It's it's not an ever present thing. So we pray only for the knowledge of God's will and then the power to carry it out. If it would be, if we didn't have both parts of those, like if we had God's will but didn't have the power to carry it out, that would be frustrating. If we had the power to carry it out, but we didn't know what to do, that would be frustrating. So we pray for the knowledge of God's will and then the power to carry out that knowledge. It's a it's a beautiful marriage and it allows us to really um make a difference. Um, finally, uh this is from the 12 and 12 in AA. Those of us who have become to make regular use of prayer would no more do. Without it, then we would refuse air, food, or sunshine. For the same reason, when we refuse air, light, or food, the body suffers. And when we turn away from meditation and prayer, we likewise deprive our minds, our emotions, our intuitions of vitally needed support. Conscious contact with God can be as simple and as profound as conscious contact with another human being whether sometimes it's at a meeting, sometimes it's at a service, sometimes it's when we go to church or small group. The more we choose to seek the beauty of God's work in in other people, the more certain of his presence that we become. We, we, We begin to rely on this. I especially love, the longer you have that relationship in place, the more you can rely on and trust The voice that you hear, the promptings that you hear, because you have this history with your higher power. You have a history with God. And so you know that when you have a prompting, it's not just random. It's not a coincidence. It's not even the pepperoni pizza you ate last night. It is actually God's voice. And we know God's voice because we've grown accustomed to it over time. We've learned the voice. It's that the 23rd Psalm that that you learn the voice of the shepherd. The sheep are aware and know the voice of the shepherd. That's the beauty of having that long-term relationship with a higher power with God. And so we come to the the actual prayer, the 11-step prayer, also the prayer of St. Francis. And let me read it to you, and then I'll talk about some of this. But Lord, make me a channel for your peace, that where there is hatred, I may bring love, that where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness, that where there is discord, I may bring harmony, that where there is error, I may bring truth, that where there's doubt, I may bring faith, that where there is despair, I may bring hope. That where there are shadows, I may bring light. And that where there is sadness, I may bring joy. Lord, grant that I may seek rather to comfort than to be comforted, to understand than to be understood, to love than to be loved. For it is by self forgetting that one finds, it is by forgiving that one is forgiven, it is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. Amen. This is a beloved prayer for because it touches people. The, the spirit of it, the, the thought process behind it, all of those things make it a really significant prayer. And we say, we, Lord, make me a channel of thy peace. Help me to bring love, spirit of forgiveness, harmony, truth, hope, faith, light, joy. Help me to bring comfort and to bring understanding. Let me seek to be love, to, to love rather than to be loved. In the, the second half of this, or like the last third of the prayer, it says, you know, help me to, to be to comfort rather than to be comforted, to understand than to be understood, to love than be loved, to be self-forgetting that one finds. It, it's in this, this was the opposite of how I was. When I drank and when I used. I wanted to be comforted. I didn't want to give comfort. I wanted to be understood. I want everyone to understand me, not to understand others. I wanted to be loved. And I didn't see that it was through loving others that I could be loved. And self-forgetting? I don't know about you. In addiction, I didn't forget anything, any, any misstep, any... Word that was said against me negatively. Oh, I didn't forget any of that. But it's in that that we find life. And it says eternal life. And in the 12 steps, it talks about the spiritual awakening, that we can find that. What an incredible, incredible prayer. And it goes along with our scripture today, which comes from First Corinthians 13. This is very... A very famous passage read at many weddings. But listen to these words, and I think it really complements the prayer. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love doesn't delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Love never fails. Love never fails. Let us be a channel not only of peace, but of of a love that never fails, and a love as described by God. That kind of love? It never fails. That's the kind of love we want to both have and to give to others and to really serve others through. So hopefully that served as an encouragement today. Today, know you are loved by a God who wants to make you a channel, who wants you to come alongside of the things that God is doing and entrust you with those things, to come alongside of, of helping others and serving others. That's what God wants to do in and through each of us. May you be encouraged today. Thank you for for visiting Studio RC. And uh, just remember, Recovery Church, there's 12 steps and one goal. May you experience that spiritual awakening. God bless. Glad you're here. We'll see you next time.